Support for this podcast comes from Outdoor Supply Hardware, inviting listeners to OSHA's big anniversary sale celebration, May 20th through the 26th, featuring daily deals, $15,000 in giveaways, 20% off store-wide on Saturday and Sunday, and a lot more. Learn more at OSH.com. From KQED. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Mina Kim. We turn now to Proposition 19, which would change the state's property tax structure in multiple ways and use the projected revenue to fund wildfire protection. Here to break break it down with us is Liam Dillon of the Los Angeles Times. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. And so can you just first talk about the three main things that Prop 19 would do? I'm going to try very hard, but this is very complicated. One of the most complicated measures that I've come across in my time of covering California politics. And so essentially, as you said, there are three main areas. There's a new tax break for older homeowners, those 55 and older, where when they move to, were they to move to a new, more expensive property, they could take their lower property tax payments that they have at their existing house and then blend that with the uh, market value of the new home that they're getting to reduce what that tax property tax payment would be. And so that's number one, and that's a pretty big benefit to those folks. Secondarily, what the measure does is it eliminates um, a, an inheritance property tax benefit that many children in California get. When kids inherit their parents' properties, they also can inherit their parents' low property tax rates. Um, and what we found, the LA Times doing a story on this a couple of years ago, is that a large number of the inherited properties are actually being rented out or used as second homes. And so this measure would, uh, would eliminate the ability for heirs to continue receiving low property tax rates if they want to rent out uh, 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 their parents' homes. And the third thing is it would direct some money, although how much that money that would be is a bit in dispute. Um, towards uh, wildfire suppression. So let's go back and dig in a little bit. So when you say, and let's talk about the the property tax sort of portability part of this, and you say yes. that it would blend it, right, If yes. for somebody. Yeah. Can you just talk about how it would be assessed? Yeah, so let's, I think it's probably best to give people an example of this, so I'm going to try sure. to do that. So, if you, so let's take a qualifying homeowner that owns a home that's taxable value, is now $200,000, but that home is actually worth $600,000 on the market. But that person would pay roughly $2,200 in property taxes now. So if that homeowner moves to a house worth $700,000, under this blended program, they would pay about $3,300 a year on in property taxes if Prop 19 were to pass. Currently, if they do that same move, that homeowner would pay $7,700 annually. So it's a big savings, about you know more than $4,000 $4, a year in that example. And they could do this multiple times under this new law, under the up new to, proposal. Up to, up to three times, yes. Mm -hmm. And as you said, it would also apply to people with disabilities and people who are in, who have experienced a natural disaster and need to move to a new home. But in that case, they could only do it once. Is that right? Uh, it, I, I believe it's the... I believe it's still three, um, but I, I may be wrong on that. All I know is that overall it's it's three, um, but also it's worth keeping in mind that the lion's share of folks who are going to benefit from this are the older homeowners. They're roughly, you know, four million, uh, you know, households fit, fit, with 55 and older where they could do this in the state, um, you know, and, and there was a recent study that came out um, 
that suggested that those you know affected by wildfires, for instance, uh, you know, less than one percent of that number. And so we're really talking about uh, this benefit going towards towards older homeowners. Okay, so then tell me yeah. what effect it would likely have if you allowed people 55 and older to be able to keep their current property tax rate right from the home that they have when they purchased it. Uh, What is the expectation that this would do, which is also in part why realtors are so supportive of this? Yeah, people would sell more home, would sell their houses more often, right? I mean, if you get a big tax break, if you if you to move into a new house, uh, then you're probably going to be more likely to move. And so that makes sense why the the realtors who've, you know, pumped more than $30 million um, into this, into this campaign would be interested in, in, in having this camp in in this measure pass is that, you know, more home sales obviously benefit, uh, benefit the the real estate industry. And now not only that, but these 55 or older uh, homeowners could do this anywhere in the state uh, versus just in their county or a certain handful of other counties as you touched on. And then uh, you also have at the same time, right, the the threat, though, that that counties could lose money based on this. If you have a whole bunch of people moving into your county with these low tax rates, property. Tax yeah, rates. It, it, again, it's, this is a really complicated thing. It's hard to tell how it's all going to shake out at the end. Right. Um, but but I think what's important is, you know, folks may remember that two years ago, the realtors ran a different initiative, or rather a similar one called Proposition 5, and that initiative failed. And all that one did was have the, as you said, the portability option, this sort of homeowners 55 and older being able to move and uh, and, and get lower property taxes um, or blend these to the property taxes when they move. This measure does include a revenue component, as I said right. at the top, by, by eliminating that tax break for, for heirs. Um, yes. or heirs or, or renting out their property. This now, according to the nonpartisan legislative analyst, in total is more likely to raise revenue overall than it is to lose revenue. And that was not the case two years ago. So for those people who aren't really keen on, say, expanding Proposition 13, right, expanding uh-huh. this benefit, they've got yeah. this other part of this proposition, which would basically clamp down on the tax break that people who've inherited property are getting right now. What are the conditions on that? Yeah. So that the simplest form, uh, currently you're essentially allowed with, with some limits um, to inherit your parents' home and then rent out that property. Um, and in fact, we found that, as I said, the LA Times, myself and a colleague did a story a couple of years ago where we found, you know, um, uh, examples, you know, Jeff Bridges, the actor from The Big Lebowski and his siblings were able to get their parents' Malibu beach home um, and keep low property taxes on there and then rent it out at, you know, $16,000, advertised $16,000 a month while paying just a fraction of that in in annual property taxes. Under this measure, those sorts of things would go away. And so if if you um, want to, as a child, want to move into your parents' home as you inherit it, uh, you would still be able to do that uh, uh, with some limitations and keep that tax break. But if you want to use that home as a second home or as a uh, as a investment property, you would have to pay full freight upon that inheritance. And uh, so let me invite our listeners to join this conversation. 866-733-6786 is the number to call. And you can also email your questions at forum at kqed.org or post them at KQED Forum uh, on Twitter or on Facebook. And this listener writes, how does this proposition affect a landlord who only owns a few rental properties? If someone owns three rental properties that have increased in value and are now worth about $1 million, will their properties be reassessed to a higher tax rate? 
short answer, I, I I think is I mean the short answer is is no, and this only occurs when there's a transfer of the property. Right. So assuming the landlord continues to own the property, there's no change to their uh, to their tax rate under this uh, to their taxes under this initiative. Well, Robin writes, one of the aspects of Proposition 19 that people don't understand is that it saves a lot of small rural fire prone areas. This is an aspect that I think needs to be dealt with. I know that local firefighters support it for that reason. I mean, in part, this is basically dedicated funding. Some of the revenue would be dedicated to wildfire protection. And that's a big part of why it is popular. Right, Liam Dillon? I mean, my understanding is that this is polling quite well at this point. Yeah, the wildfire stuff is, is a little interesting. And this is sort of a last minute compromise that happened in, in the legislature um, to, to add some add some efforts that would dedicate some of the funding for wildfires. Uh, because of increased property taxes that potentially may come from this measure, local fire districts, including rural districts, as your listener mentioned, would get more funding uh, than they would otherwise. But sort of another thing, and this gets into even further complication, is the lion's share of the, the wildfire funding is supposed to come from the state. And there's a very complicated formula whereby the state has to dedicate a significant amount of revenue to uh, public education. And if a certain, you know, uh, threshold is not triggered, then, uh, then, then that wildfire funding will not materialize. And in fact, the uh, nonpartisan legislative analyst does not predict that that threshold will be triggered for the foreseeable future, at least through 2024. Right now, and again, there's some a lot of uncertainty around that. But this is a long way of saying that that a lot of the lion's share of this increased funding is not guaranteed uh, if Prop 19 passes. On the other hand, Jordan writes, the portability of the tax base you're talking about already exists for 10 counties. Prop 19 would impose the system in all counties, and those counties may not want that because many people will flood in, raise house prices, and lower tax revenue. Not good for many rural counties. So Jordan sees it that way. And it is very interesting to see who is for it and against it based on which part of this proposition people are choosing to really focus on, Liam Dillon. Let me go to some calls. Let's go to Anne in Mountain View. Hi, Anne. Um, I'm really concerned that this law is a big sledgehammer. Um, you know, what if you're a college student and your parents die and you want to live in your family home, but you, you have to sell it because you can't rent it out for two years until you're done with college? I mean, it, it doesn't just make it horrendous for you financially. You, you probably have to quit college to deal with selling the house, you know? What if, what if you want to take a couple years of sabbatical and live in a foreign country? Or what if you're living in another state when your parents die and you intend to live in a home? I mean, these are not Jeff Bridges. You know? It seems like the law doesn't take into account these things. And I want to say, you know, they're advertising this proposition as helping firestorm survivors. But you're already allowed to transfer your basis if you're a firestorm survivor. You just have, if, if there's a county that isn't part of that, uh, allowing that, you just simply have to ask them. You know, the m- many large counties in California already allow that. And thanks. I think you raised some really interesting points, Liam Dillon, and I know your original reporting on the proportion of homes inherited, right? That, yeah. So so talk a little bit about Anne's point about the onerous burden it places on certain people like college students, for example, and also broadly what your understanding is of the people who have inherited uh, homes and how they're using that property tax break. Uh, sure. So I think we should 
characterize. And yes, I, I'm certain that the, the scenario that your caller described is, is certainly a real scenario, one that would be one that would be concerning. That, that being said, I mean, you, you take a look at the population of, uh, of homeowners in California, particularly the population of older homeowners in California, and you find that they're significantly wealthier um, and significantly more likely to be white than the general population in California. And so this is a tax break that, you know, goes from, uh, you know, benefiting folks who um, have generally been wealthier and whiter than the rest of the state to that, that are not offered to in the same way uh, by the numbers to folks who are who are not that. And so, yes, again, I mean, certainly there could be circumstances like your caller described, but I think in the aggregate, you know, this tax break, um, the inheritance tax, a property tax break benefits a, a more well-off segment of the state than the state as a whole. We're talking with Liam Dillon, a statewide housing affordability and neighborhood change reporter for the Los Angeles Times. We're talking about Proposition 19. And if you have questions, you can all call 866-733-6786, or you can post them on Twitter or Facebook. You can also email your questions to forum at kqed.org. I'm Mina Kim. This listener writes, we already have tax-based portability via Prop 60 and 90. Why do we need this one? And this is something that you were talking about when you were talking about current law, Liam Dillon, but do you just yeah. want to emphasize a few things about uh, what exists now and what this would do? Right. So yeah, as your listener said, that, that is correct. Currently, homeowners who are 55 and older have a one-time opportunity to retain their existing tax benefits if they move to a home of equal or lesser value within the same county. And they can do the same when moving between Los Angeles uh, uh, and nine other counties. And I believe Santa Clara, uh, for your you know, obviously Bay Area listeners, um, is uh, is one of those counties as well. And so, um, uh, you know, Prop 19 does greatly. There, there is existing law that allows many people to do this. Uh, Prop 19 expands that significantly, A, by... Uh, allowing this to happen uh, across the entire state, right? Um, and B, by uh, allowing uh, older homeowners to blend up um, to, if they move to a more expensive house, they would get th these uh, these benefits. It doesn't, doesn't just have to be, as the current law says, a home of equal or lesser value. Right, and the difference in market value between the old and new homes would be added to the old homes assessed value. So for example, this listener tweets, since the rate doesn't change, wouldn't older owners only say by moving to a lower valued home, like they could move to the same value or if they move to a more expensive one, this is what would take effect, this new assessment based on the difference between the old and new home value. Let me go next to Eve in Sebastopol. Hi, Eve. Hey, how are you? Hi, go right ahead. Um, um, so I'm calling uh, a neighbor of mine is, uh, in this situation. She owns her home, and she has a rental property on the on the property as well. Um, so what if her children inherit that property? Um, they move in to the main home, um, but they continue to maintain the rental as a rental. How, how does that tax assessment work? Eve, thanks. Liam Dillon? Uh, yeah, I wish I could be able to answer specific questions. Uh, you know, like that, I, and unfortunately, that's kind of beyond my 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 capacity. It probably makes sense to talk to you know an estate lawyer, right, in those individual circumstances. But again, broadly speaking, uh, if the children move in to their parents' homes, they're able to keep the inherit property inheritance tax break. If it is a rental property, then they are not. Let me go to Lauren in Albany. Hi, Lauren. Good morning. Thank you for the show. Thank My you. comment is that, like Prop 13, this new proposition would 
add, you know, increased tax benefits to people over 55 that already own homes. And those of us who have, I have in-laws and my own mother who both own homes, but my wife and I are still trying to buy a first home and the property tax differences between what we would purchase for 700,000 and what somebody who's selling a home, making money and then getting a real tax benefit just puts the burden on the generations behind the over 55. Lauren, thank you. And it's something that was actually echoed by your paper, Liam Dillon, the Los Angeles Times right. is against uh, this measure. And of course, part of it is the concern that the tax break, Popular 13 and other related tax breaks have deprived school districts, cities and counties of billions of dollars in revenue. Do you know, is there a figure on how much the inherited, inheritance property tax break, if it went away, to, in the way that this proposition says it should, how much it would actually generate? Uh, yeah, so for, just let me clarify that the, you said the LA Times was against initiative. Our editorial board was, I, I'm a straight news reporter, I don't have a position. Exactly, right? the all, editorial all, board, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but you know, but, but to, to, that, to that point, um, you know, in the story that we did a couple of years ago, where I mentioned, you know, taking a look at, at the tax break that, that Jeff Bridges is, is receiving, we compared that to, and again, Malibu Beach House, you know, $7 million, like a, a lovely home, right? Um, but we compared that in the story to, you know, a new, new homeowners in Lancaster and the Antelope Valley in, you know, LA, you know, some, you know, 60, 90 miles from the city. So pretty far out there. Uh, you know, buying their first property and their taxes were, you know, you know, just slightly below their property taxes were just slightly below what the Bridges family were paying for this for this Malibu beach house that they were running out. Right. And so, again, that speaks to the, 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 the point that you're that your uh, that your caller was was making the the uh, legislative analyst um, has assumed and I'm sorry, I'm just pulling up their uh, their their number. Uh, but they they do believe that um, that uh, that it's a few billion dollars a year that uh, local governments lose um, in property taxes as a result of this inheritance transfer. So for those who want to see the inheritance tax break go away, but they don't support the expansion of Prop 13, what would be the likelihood that the legislature would be able to do this reform outside of this proposition? And we just have 30 seconds. Sure. So uh the legislature put up a ballot measure that would have done that. They had a discussion over it and it didn't move forward. So I think, you know, only unless and until you have an interest group that's willing to put uh, their heft and their, frankly, their money behind it, that's really the only way you're going to see these sorts of major changes in, uh, in the state's tax scheme. Well, Liam Dillon, thanks so much for talking with us about Proposition 19. Thanks so much. And thanks to our listeners for their questions and comments. Thanks to Blanca Torres and Ariana Prail for producing today's segment. Forum is also produced by Judy Campbell, Tina Lauerberg, and Susan Britton. Our senior editor is Dan Zoll. Our engineer is Danny Bringer. And our intern is Jamison Weiss. Our executive editor is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Mina Kim. Thanks for listening. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence. 
June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Did you ever wonder what it's like to live alone? hidden in the woods, not speaking to a single soul for 30 years. Or wander the desert, uncover a hidden well, and dive to the bottom of the deepest water hole for 2,000 miles. The Snapchat Podcast takes you there with amazing stories told by the people who live them, with an original soundscape that drops you directly into their shoes. Snap Judgment. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.